<laughs> Thank you for joining us. I'm Paul Wilson. And I'm Chris Emke. And this is Diesel Performance Podcast. I like the hand. <laughs> we're working on it. Uh, we're definitely working on our uh, expansion of the video portion yeah. of, of the show. Uh, if you have not jumped over to the YouTube channel, please do so. Uh, we really appreciate what a sub- would really appreciate a subscribe and a like over there. Uh, it's just Diesel Performance Podcast on the YouTube channel. Speaking of YouTube, uh, we have a new video coming out uh, for the 50 State Legal Custom Tuning uh, over at Duramax Tuner's YouTube channel as well. So keep an eye out for that. That's going to be out within the next week or so. Yeah, big project with all the 50 State Legal stuff. Dude, 50 State Legal is getting big. So right now, Duramax Tuner's 50 State Legal Custom Tuning includes... 01 to 16 Duramax 6.6 liter yep. and then all of the 2.8 liters. It is, we know for a fact, it is going to be expanding into other RPOs, uh, other brands, uh, things like that. So it is, it's the future, man. So if you're looking for tuning, uh, you might as well just get ahead of the game and get yourself some good 50 state legal custom tuning from DuramaxTuner.com. Also, uh, one of the places you can find that product and many, many others, uh, probably the largest place for a diesel performance parts catalog is XDP. Yeah. Uh, so we're really happy that XDP is a part of the show. Thank you so much for their sponsorship. You can support them by visiting their website and making some purchases. WC Fab, another sponsor of the show, um, offer a lot of great truck upgrades, you know, traction bars, turbo kits, intercooler piping, coolant tanks, amongst a lot of other things. Uh, but they also have a full line of side-by-side products. Um, I think the side-by-side market is <laughs> Over the years, it's been getting more and more adopted by diesel owners, right? Yeah. So you see a lot of shops kind of transition over into manufacturing a side-by-side components. It just makes sense. It, it does. The, they're, they're super fun. Yeah. They're super fun. But, uh, you know, you can check that out over at WC Fab. They have a whole list of different side-by-side components, all powder-coated, cool colors. Um, and then Exergy Performance, probably our, one of our longest sponsors. Yep. Um, you know, one of the big things that are a hot topic right now are their fuel additives. Yeah. Uh, so they have a winter and a summer blend. Um, I know we've been uh, running the winter blend over at the shop <laughs> and knock on wood, no fuel gelling yet. So, you know, on top of all the great fuel injector and CP3 upgrades that you can do, they have an additive to, uh, you know, make those parts live a long life. Who else would you trust your additive from for like the injectors fuel that are additive. Manufactured by, the, right. Yeah. The guys who were making the, yeah, the fuel <laughs> injectors I want. That's it. Uh, Chris, we got a really exciting episode today. Don't worry, folks. We're going to be hearing from all of our favorite co-hosts. Uh, so we'll have Anthony Brunetti, Jeremy Garnett, and Sean Lynn on the show a little bit later. But right now, uh, we are talking about a new emissions on sled pull challenge. Uh, Chris, this is, I think, a scheme we hatched. I don't know, 15 minutes before taping, uh, which are probably my favorite. <laughs> so, they always work out. So we, we've been talking for some time about yep. doing a sled pull truck this year for the podcast. Uh, and we kind of kicked around some different ideas. We were going to pool all of our resources and buy a used truck. The used truck market is crazy. Insane. It, yeah. it, it's way overpriced. It's, it's, we decided that to do that and still have a budget left to modify a truck would just leave us with too old of a vehicle that it wouldn't really makes sense for what we want to talk about, and that's emissions on performance. Uh, so to do an emissions on performance build or or competition, we went to somebody who knows a lot about it. So Nick Pregnitz, our, our boss over at Duramax Tuner. Um, we were kind of telling Nick our idea, and he actually offered up the 2017 regular cab power stroke that he took to All Truck Challenge. Yeah. Now, I think what's interesting with this, Paul, is 
we've done a, a program with a Duramax in the past, so no. we've we've kind of checked the LML Duramax off of our list. Uh, we've also done like an L5P Duramax a couple of years yep. ago with one of our old employees. Another um, LML at that same time. Correct. Yep. And, and then uh, we did the LBZ with Franz. We did an LBZ. Yep. Um, we've we've done a Cummins truck. We've had our white 06 crew cab short bed that we've sled pulled for a couple of years. Yeah. So this is kind of like uncharted waters for us. We've been big in the Ford segment for uh, quite a few years now. Um, in pushing the emissions on R&D and what have you. And now I think it's our time to shine. So when Nick came to us and said, hey, you can use our shop truck, yeah. it's a 2017 regular <laughs> cab, four-wheel drive. It's a really pretty truck. It's been on a couple of our videos. Um, it's, it's something that for us, I'm pumped on because it's a platform that we haven't really proven. And we're really trying to push the emissions on segment. So, you know, we have listeners and watchers all over the country um, and in other countries. Yeah. Um, but in the Midwest, sled pulling is very, very popular. It's, it's also, it's one of the, the best tests of of your skill and your truck yeah. um, because it is putting a ton of strain on yeah. every component uh, throughout the vehicle. And it's also testing your driver's abilities uh, to be able to manage those yeah. uh, those strains. The one thing that I want to point out with this is is a sled pull is one of the worst <laughs> situations or processes to put the emissions equipment through. That's right. Um, and for what calibrated power Duramax tuners stand for, especially with all the 50 state legal stuff that they're moving forward with, this is a true testament to the platform and what can be possible with a newer diesel with the technology and the emissions. Absolutely, absolutely. So this is this is going to be. This is going to be interesting. So the plan right now is to get the truck out to 10 different pulls throughout the year. Um, we generally pull in, in northern Illinois, southern Wisconsin. We're going to start looking at yep. some of the pulls that are up there and some of the other organizations. Some of the hey, we love ISP. They're, they're great friends of ours. Uh, Calibrated Power and Duramax Tuner sponsor that. Uh, so there will be a big shootout. And that's something that we want to hone in on yep. here. Uh, but but we also decided that, hey, after talking with our drivers, which we're going to have Jeremy Garnett, our super yep. tech, and Jaden, uh, who you guys have heard on the show before, um, there are two mechanics who are also going to be our drivers for the season. Yep. So they've volunteered their time to work on the truck if it breaks, take the truck out and go and sled pull it. Uh, really kind of be in charge of the vehicle itself. And then, of course, they'll be reporting back to yep. us uh, after each event. So so we'll be keeping you guys in the loop with it. Um, but this year, in years past, I guess we'll say first, we generally sponsor a Stealth Turbo shootout uh, over at the ISP that's Illini State Pullers. Um, basically, you show up to three work stock pulls at three different county fairs. And we total up the distance between all three of those pulls. And at the end, the winner wins a cooler. And we decided 15 minutes ago <laughs> to essentially take that stealth shootout, which was a stock appearing turbo. That was the main, you know, uh, that was part the of only that. requirement. Yeah. Um, we're going to do that to an emissions on. So basically, it's got to be in an emissions on truck, right? So the, the newer DPF equipped trucks, you can modify it, do whatever you need to, but it has to be a a legal operating truck. That's it. Um, and we're going to do those uh, the three different pulls, and you know. Um, collect the data, you know, add up the distances through all three pulls, and then that's the winner. And uh, what we decided to do different this year is do a cash payout. Boom, big cash payout. Uh, I know, Chris, and I think you had made this comment as well. You think you said, 
like man, a hundred bucks is the most I ever yeah, got. Yeah, like maybe one hundred and fifty. I don't. I don't recall. It was a couple of years ago. But, but the, yeah. and we use, and we're usually in like the work stockpiles yep. in the Midwest. There's not a lot of like cash days around here. That's more of like an Ohio and kind of East right. Coast thing. Starting to become a little bit more it popular. Is starting to get more yep. popular. And we saw it. Uh, and we thought, man, that's a killer idea. Like, what a great way to get people out is to increase the payout. Yep. So we are going to put up a thousand dollars to the first thousand place bucks. winner. Winner take all. If if you come out, you make these three pulls, and the, the dates and places will be TBD, but they're all going to be in northern Illinois yep. around like Woodstock, Belvedere area. Um, if you come out, you make all three pulls, and you have a DPF equipped on your truck. That is, I want to say, because when we say emissions equipped, technically like an LB7 with stock exhaust would be emissions right. equipped no matter what you're in. No, no, no. We're, we're talking about DPF equipped trucks. If you have a functioning DPF on your vehicle, um, you can be in. Make all three pulls. You pull the biggest distance, boom, we're going to pay you out $1,000. Um, we are also going to have uh, the, the podcast truck in here. Right. So our boys, Jaden and Jeremy, they're going to be taking the power stroke out. They're going to be pulling. Hey, if you if they win it, which they got a great truck, they have yep. a lot of experience, I think they're pretty big contenders. Uh, if they win it, we're going to push half that payout to second place. I think that's pretty stand up. I think that I think that's the right way to do it, yeah. right? Uh, you know, our drivers, they are volunteering their time. Yeah. So for them to go out and have a shot at, at getting half the purse, right. I think that's pretty cool for those guys. Uh, and for everybody else showing up in the area, um, yeah, I, I mean, listen, you, you know, it's, if we're the ones making the rules and we yeah. win it, I don't know if that's my favorite idea. So we, we want to have some outs here. We want to have some some places to give some feedback, right? I think the focus with this whole idea is is to promote and push that emissions on segment. There is the ability to make power. There is the ability to have a reliable truck. Um, I know when I got into this, you know, going to a sled pole, seeing a bunch of black smoke, like that was an attraction, right? right. Like it was, and it is still cool. Don't get it me is. wrong. I get it. But, you know, times have changed. The industry is shaping up, and this is you know, for the average worker, street truck, whatever, to go and have a little fun and dabble and see what your truck's really capable of. If you're going to pull three times in a year, Here's the and then times. you're going to drive your vehicle on the yeah. road the rest of the time. Might as well make some money doing it. This is a great yeah. opportunity for you. This, this is like you're the guy that we're, we're setting this all yeah. up for, right? So our truck, let's give them a quick rundown. It's been a little while since we had the truck on the show. I think you and I did a ride along in this. We did. A, we did. a little ways back. Yep. Uh, so it's a 2017 Power Stroke, four-wheel drive, two-door. Uh, it has our still 64, still yeah. 67. Yeah, who even knows anymore? It has an upgraded turbo. It does have a drop-in upgraded stealth turbo that is not released. Okay. We hope to see it out this year, but a we'll 10 see. 10 millimeter CP4 pump. Yep, yep. And then uh, stock injectors. Stock injectors. Uh, stock trans. Stock trans. Yeah. Stock trans. Those transmissions are pretty durable. They they, yeah. they are. Uh, they are. So so like I said, it's been out. It's registered a few different dyno numbers. I'll say the one we've seen here in house, I believe, is right around that 620 number. Yeah. Um, leaning on the edge of its fuel system. So I think this is this is going to be a competitive truck, but we've also seen Clean Sweep back in the day. That was our old 2011 or 2013? 20, uh, I think it was a 2012, but who knows? 2012, okay. An 11 to 14 truck, right? right. That's all that matters. It was an LML, an <laughs> it early was an LML. early LML. Yep. Uh, that made 620 horsepower, yep. and it, it crushed. Uh, it went out, it was very competitive in the work stock class. So yep. if you have a, a truck and you're, you're wondering like, hey man, how could I compete with these guys? I think you could give us a call and Chris will give you some good advice on, on what's the parts package that we can put along, put together for you. Um, Chris, with this, I, I, think it's, I think it's just important that people know where they can follow along, where they can give us some feedback. Uh, I will say two things. One, 
we need a better name for our shootout. Uh, the calibrated power emissions on shootout is what's on paper now. Please. You got winded after saying that. <laughs> I know, it's, too, yeah. it's too many words. It's not exciting. Uh, jump over to Fans of Diesel Performance Podcast Facebook group. Give us some suggestions. I'll have a post on there likely as soon as this episode is live. Uh, we'd love to get some feedback on that. And then did we used to name all of our trucks. We did. Uh, I that think was the thing. When I, when I first started around here, this was like a big deal is we would have entire company meetings about naming a vehicle. Yeah, I think uh, with, with this particular truck, this is a purchase that I think was more of like a Nick-esque purchase. This wasn't like a CPS style purchase. So I feel like that's probably why the there was never like a, a, a group of, you know, what do yeah. we name the truck? Um, but now, you know, he's letting us get our hands on it. So, you know, rightfully so. So we're going to name, name it. Yeah, yeah check. Uh, I have no idea what to name this truck. Uh, we'll post some pictures of it with the episode uh, and share it on the Facebook group again. Please, if you're hearing this, jump on over to Fans of Diesel Performance Podcast Facebook group. Uh, check out the two different posts. We need a we need a name for the shootout. And a name for the truck. And a name for the truck. And keep it PG. I have a couple names in mind, but they're not appropriate. Hey, suggest so. whatever you want. I, I will oh, wow, I okay. will unhide any of your wildly explicit suggestions. It's a group. Uh, we won't use it. it maybe. Like, maybe. This is not wow. going to be the name of the, of the truck. I can't swear. It's on YouTube. Um, <laughs> don't worry. Our producer will bleep that out. Um, <laughs> But yeah, but at any rate... Get the um, dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> we, we do need names. We would appreciate your help with naming the truck and the competition. And, uh, you know, in the link below, we'll have uh, the ISP link, I think, yep. would be smart. And we'll keep you guys updated on uh, what those pull dates are and locations. So, uh, you know, like to see you out there. That's right. Uh, hey, guys, stick around. We got more Diesel Performance Podcast coming at you next. All right, and we're with Anthony Bernini. How are you? Good, man. What's going on, Chris? Just waiting to hear what you got for me, man. Exciting stuff. Yeah? Okay. Exciting stuff. All right. Maybe not too exciting, but stuff that needs to be talked about, okay. I would say. Um, every year we kind of do a little bit of a segment. We've Nick's got a good video on cold weather operation. Okay. Um, where we're at in the Midwest, we've got a heat wave of 35 degrees today. It's pretty nice out it, right now. It's nice. Yeah. It's snow starting to melt, so I'm happy. <laughs> but... Um, uh, cold weather operation, not everyone lives down south. Majority of calls, I mean, yesterday alone, I got a handful of calls about cold weather operation. Do you remember last year, Texas had that cold wave, right? Yes. We had a lot of southern, you know, calls coming in where guys didn't know what the hell was going on. Right. So. Um, no, that, that, that's a good point. Like, it happens. Crazy shit happens. Yep. We got we got a lot of calls, and we continue to get those every year, um, especially when it comes in waves. I think a couple weeks ago we were down to the negatives for like a week straight, yeah. something like that. Um, but a couple things I wanted to run through on cold weather operation, um, just kind of touching on Nick's video from back in 18, things like glow plugs, block heaters, intake air heaters, things you want to have checked off your list to make sure they're working. Yeah. Um, even in certain climates, you might not need them, but they do play in a factor. One, like the truck starting. And if you're kind of around that 30, 40 degrees, just like the quality of the start, yeah. I would say plays a factor in. Um, glow plugs, I mean, they'll pop a codes, intake air heater, just things you want to make sure yep. are working properly. I think you find a lot of times with guys, like when they get into the performance stuff, they either A, remove the air intake heater without realizing the severity of what they're going to experience. And granted, it's pockets in different parts of the country. Um, but we've seen over the last few years, you know, you can live in Texas or you can live in Georgia, Tennessee, and you can get into some pretty cold temperatures. Um, 
I could tell you, like you mentioned, today we had a heat wave. Mm -hmm. So like with my TDI, last week when we were seeing negative temperatures, like the car was brutal to start. Started it today, it popped right off. Nice, clean, smooth start, you, you know. So, you know, glow plug health. I went through that with the car in, in the fall, right before winter. Intake air heater, made sure everything was operating correctly. You know, because nothing's worse than, you know, having to fight to yeah. get a diesel engine starting when it's when it's cold out. Especially so. like the what I ran into, just like personal experience as well. Um, I think we talked about it on a previous podcast. Um, my truck had to have the motor come out. Yeah. And at that time, like, you know, DJ was talking to me. He's like, I got glow plugs on the shelf. Do you want to do them? I was like, I might as well do them. Yeah. That came in clutch because having to take an extension cord from the garage or on the side of the house all the way out to right. the truck to keep it plugged in so I could go to work, it's just a pain in the yeah. ass. Well, I think, too, batteries. Yeah. You know, thinking of battery health, um, you know, it's not uncommon for guys to have a truck like my my Cummins, my 15. I still have the original batteries in that. You know, we're talking on a truck going on seven, eight years old. That's a while. And, uh, you know, I haven't had any issues, knock on wood, but you'll get those guys mm -hmm. where it's like, hey, my truck's having real sluggish cold starts. Well, those batteries, once they become fatigued, that's a lot of strain on getting a diesel engine started when it's cold. Especially, yeah, you're talking about when it's cold. The big thing also is, I mean, you try to find me an 01 to 10 truck that doesn't have a sub on it for a Duramax. Right. Or even the older Cummins. Everyone's got aftermarket radios. Yep. They have They've more got, electronics drawing. Yeah, yep. wires, lights. So, I mean, one, and XCP had a nice video about this. They're promoting new battery cables. Okay. Because, I mean, we've all seen something that's corroded as shit. Yeah. We've got subs, amps. Especially depending stuff. on where the truck's located in the country, you could be in the southern states and, and be bordering the Gulf or the Atlantic, you know, there's going to be a lot more salt in that air and that's going to corrode over time. You exactly. know, we don't see that type of stuff here in the Midwest, mm -hmm. but, you know, it's know your demographic. Yeah. And uh, the other thing, I one of the calls I got yesterday was like a twin turbo truck. Yeah. Uh, if you don't relocate the battery, it's down to one battery. We've got our friend yeah. Kiefer who's got the Cummins, who's got one battery yep. and not relocated, and he always sends us Snapchats about how that thing is a bitch to start yep. when it's cold. Real, real tough. So, uh, last thing I should say regarding cold weather is 04 and a half and up. Pretty much every truck has high idle or close to them all have high mm -hmm. idle engaged. You know, usually you can navigate through the steering wheels or the, yep. uh, the tune. Make sure that's engaged because that way you can get your RPMs up 11, 1200. I think one of the last things too, you know, these are all the preventatives to do on a truck, right? But um, running, running like anti-gel additives, like a winter blend additive mm -hmm. in in your fuel, is something that is that extra step to ensuring that you don't have fuel gelling occur. Yeah. Um, and I think one of the most 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 important things is. I guess more or less making sure that you're getting fuel from like like a higher frequented fuel station. Mm -hmm. I know a couple of years back I was a victim of uh, getting fuel from one station and I kept, the truck kept gelling up mm -hmm. and uh, when we got the truck back to the shop, three days in a row, same road, same location, the truck would shut off on yeah. me and uh, come to find out that the fuel was like really watered down and it was straight up ice in the bottom of my tank. Not slush, not wax, yeah. it was ice. So it's one of those things, you, you have to be careful. Yeah, I, I know you run it, all of us run it here. I have the extra G stuff in my truck. Yeah. Mine doesn't see too much of winter as of now, but I always run it even in the summertime. Yeah. Make sure, you know, lubricity, the fuel's clean. You put injectors, You these are investments for most people. Yeah, I mean, you want them to pay off. When we had Randy on last year talking about, you know, the, the fuel additive, you know, he was talking about paraffin bonding, you know, and, and what it takes to allow those paraffins to not group together to form that wax. You know, it was really interesting, so. You know, it's one of those episodes that uh, for our newer listeners, maybe go back and check that out. V really, really good insight. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, that covers pretty much everything. Cold weather, you know, be preventative. We've got a video, we've got write-ups, blog yeah. posts. So um, just check those out. Last thing that I saw, I know WC Fab has been talking about manifolds for the L5P for a while. Yep. Um, we saw those at PRI. Very nice pieces of equipment. Um, and then their newsletter, I think it was last week, uh, they have their 0-1 to 16 billet manifolds. Very, very impressive pieces. Very high quality. Yeah. That, that's like, we have like usually up common upgrades for like my truck is an LML driver side manifold. Yeah. Like we know what the factory castings look like. To see these billet pieces that work really well with the gaskets, they actually have them where they fit with upgraded up pipes and the factory ones, okay. which are really nice because I know sometimes you have to change up your manifold and up pipe setup depending, right, on, depending on turbos configuration and up pipe configuration. Um, so it's nice to see that. I mean, they come with ARP fasteners, new gaskets. The whole works. Yeah, they have a ceramic coating that's good for around that 2000 degrees as well, which is nice to see. So I mean, that's what I've got for today. Very good. Well, we appreciate it until next week, right? Yep. Thanks, guys. All right, folks, we are here with our remote support expert, Sean Lynn. Sean, how the hell are you? Good. How are you, Paul? I'm doing good, man. Glad to be back in the studio. Absolutely. <laughs> now, Sean, uh, you come on the show to talk to us about uh, different situations where you get a chance to help customers diagnose their problems over the phone, which is probably one of the most challenging aspects of diagnosing a vehicle is like you don't get to go put tools on it you don't get to go put the scanner on it you're kind of just helping somebody diagnose their own vehicle um what do you got for us today what's the truck we're talking about so today we're going to talk about a 15 cummins 6.7 liter obviously and the truck experienced a loss of power more recently okay okay 16 cummins got the 6.7 in it emissions equipped or deleted yeah, it's emissions equipped. It's emissions equipped. Our tuning. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I missed that part. Okay, so it has calibrated power, custom tuning on it. Um, what kind of problems did he start running into? So he's had our tuning on the truck for years, and it's been perfectly fine until more recently. He started experiencing some boost control codes on his truck, and he seems like certain times the truck performs as it should, and other times it's just falling short, like a delay in throttle response, if you will. Yeah, that's that's got some different potential outcomes in it. Uh, any other symptoms, any, any steps you took to diagnose it further? Yeah, so naturally in a situation like this, I would first ask for codes because that's really gonna point us in the right direction. And then beyond that, I asked for a data log and the data log showed us what we needed to see. Okay, uh, what kind of PIDs do you, do you record in that data log? Um, typically the RPM, turbo boost pressure, turbo vane position actual versus desired, uh, fuel control state, and a number of other ones as well. Timing. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, what did you find in the data log? What pointed you in the right direction? So we've seen issues like this before on the higher mileage 6.7 trucks. I believe this guy had about 150,000 on his. Okay. It's broken in. So the turbocharger vanes were commanding, let's say, 50% and they were actually at 20%. So when you're trying to clamp down the veins and they're not clamping down, right there is how you're losing power. Oof, yeah, okay. Um, that's a pretty common problem on these six, seven chargers. So that generally comes down to being an actuator issue. Is that what you guys found? Yeah, so the guy replaced the actuator ultimately and that was the solution. But over time, the actuators are known to go bad on all the range six, seven, trucks so yeah <laughs> the six seven cummins turbo solid turbo the actuators leave something to be desired um 
the whole set actuator is the best actuator. A genuine whole set actuator is the best actuator on the market. The cheap Chinese knockoffs tend to be worse uh, than what the factory gave you, so there's not much of an advantage of going with those. Uh, and then a lot of guys in these situations, it's a great time to upgrade, so that may be a good time to take a look at like the Stell 64 turbo for your truck. Uh, and there's some other options out there as well, right? Yeah, it's a pretty common occurrence, and if you replace the actuator with an inexpensive one, you're probably going to be doing it again soon, because <laughs> this part is bolted to the side of the turbo, and it gets baked and cooled so many times, Yeah, it's better to go with OEM in, in a situation like this. Good call, man. Well, hey, nice and easy. That's a, that's a clean diagnostic and a good, like, very clear outcome. Good job. Yeah, the data log was really the saving grace on that one because otherwise it's really hard to tell exactly <laughs> what you mean by, oh, the pedal feels lazy. Yeah, yeah, well, because that could be a boost leak and you wouldn't see the smoke output because it's emissions equipped. That could be a fuel system issue. And again, you wouldn't see smoke output. You might not hear the injector rattle because of all the sound dampening. Uh, so yeah, the data log, I think, right there is the key to like really be able to hone in and say, okay, this is exactly what the problem is. And here we know a solution based on that. Yeah, absolutely. I like it. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, folks, stick around. We got a little bit more Diesel Performance Podcast coming at you in just a moment. All right, folks, uh, we are here with our super tech, Jeremy Garnett. Jeremy, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Uh, back in the studio, and we are talking about what truck this week? Uh, an 01 second gen Dodge. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 01 second gen Dodge. These are the VP44 trucks. Yes, they are. All right. Um, pump issue? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so It's always worth asking off the top, is it a pump or a transmission issue? Right. Right. <laughs> so uh, this truck here, we worked on it. Uh, about a year, year and a half ago, and we did a pump. Okay. Uh, and it's actually a pretty low mileage truck. All right. So it's only got 88K on it. Oh, it's so, clean though. Yeah, yeah, it's clean, low mileage. So uh, we put a little bit of power on it about a year and a half ago, and then now it just came in for some other issues. So Okay. Uh, what did the ticket come in with? What did you have for a customer uh, complaint? Losing coolant and it just uh, smelling like coolant. So. Oh. How much power did we throw at this truck? <sighs> 100, 100 horse, 150 oh, horse? Yeah, that's that's a lot for these. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, and then the, what type of driver do we have? Do we have somebody who's like a reckless kid? Do we have somebody who's he's, a reckless kid at heart? Uh, yes, a kid at heart. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, uh, can't say older, but, you know, a little bit older than me. Okay. Uh, and still a little bit kid at heart, likes to play a little bit, likes to pull it in traffic and all right so yeah. um what did you start your diagnostics with uh first of all just running the truck uh making sure that the there was no leaks you know like say the water pump's not leaking the radiator's not leaking you know right. stuff like that just a normal everyday basic check and then we went ahead and then we drove the truck got it hot and then i noticed the coolant smell that he was getting um went back and then we did a head gasket check on it and yeah. found that we had a bad head gasket oh um, so. kind of to be expected, kind of yeah. not, there's not like every VP truck that gets like a turbo and injectors right. and a tune is going to blow the head gasket. But once you've seen a lot of blown head gaskets on these trucks, right. you often notice that they do have that parts list involved. They do. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, like, and again, you know, we did 
throw a little bit of power at it to begin with. You know, yeah. we did, you know, a VP pump. We did injectors on it. We put a turbo on it. Yeah. So, you know, we did do that stuff. Uh, we put an edge tuner on it uh, right. over top of our tuning. Yeah. So So it's got the comp box plus the MM3 tunes. Yep, yep. All right. So, All right. yeah, um, we decided to go ahead and just do a uh, head gasket job on it. So pulled the head off it and uh, it's clean. I mean, just... Clean is probably one of the cleanest <laughs> second gen <laughs> engine blocks I've seen in a long time. Really? So, yeah. even even after it blew the head even gasket. Even after it blew the head gasket. Okay. So um, at this point, the guy's like, you know what? Let's put a bigger set of uh, valve springs in it. Yep. So we went to a 103 valve spring, and then we're putting a set of heavy duty push rods in it. All right. So yeah, and a new set of head studs and be good to go. Beef it up a little and yeah. get it back on the road. Yeah, I like it, man. So I'm. I'm can't wait to actually get it back on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you at in the in the repair right uh, now? I'm waiting for the push rods. Uh, okay. I have the head sitting on it. I have it torqued down. The injectors are in it and everything. I'm just uh, waiting for the push rods so I can do the valve adjustment and get it started up. I like it, man. Any pro tip for our viewers and listeners out there? Uh, uh, take your time. <laughs> and then uh, not particularly to this truck, but trucks in general, just uh, double-checking your work. Um, I had an L5P that... Uh, one of the hoses was leaking after I get done working on it. Yeah, it's like every truck I do. It's like on that L five <laughs> with those L five P's. Like just double check your work and before you give it back to a customer. Yeah, that's such a good tip there. You know, take it out, get it on the road, yeah. test drive it, bring it back in, look at it again. Right. I know I've said it a hundred times, decision. but I just can't say it enough. <laughs> like just double check and just uh, and then put all the bolts back in. <laughs> so that's that's one we've seen in the shop right. before. We've had we've had some uh, some less seasoned uh, techs out there who just, I don't know, struggled with, like, right. <laughs> fender bolts and things like that. Um, you know, Heat clips. shield bolts. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, that one's hard. It doesn't need it. <laughs> <laughs> they, they all came out. They all go in. Yes. That's, that's a good rule to have. I like it, man. Well, that's a that's a nice, clean one. Uh, yeah. We'll have to stay up to date on this truck. Maybe we'll do a ride-along in it here in the future. Okay. Sounds good. All right, guys. Uh, viewers, listeners, thank you so much for sticking around with us for Diesel Performance Podcast. I'm Paul Wilson. Thank you for watching. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Uh, this has been Paul Wilson. And Chris Emke. Make sure to like and subscribe, and we'll talk to you again soon. Diving. <laughs>